Welcome to Career Tools. This week, handling instant messaging. The questions this cast answers are, how do I best use instant messaging? How can I prevent instant messaging destroying my productivity? And how do I counteract the always-on culture for I am in my firm? I can't believe it, Kate, but I'm old enough to remember life before instant messaging. Uh, And I looked it up. There have been instant messaging apps for 20 years, which seems like forever. And yet we still don't seem to be able to manage them in a way that doesn't destroy our productivity. It seems to demand that we're always there. We're always available. Whenever a question comes in, whenever someone says something on IM, that we're instantly able to respond. And it doesn't really have to be that way. We could manage the technology instead of letting the technology manage us. And that's what we're going to talk about today. I am so glad we're talking about this because I think that there's a lot of things that could be gained when people don't feel constantly tethered to their instant messenger. So our tips today are to turn it off, to use the status, do not give feedback, don't talk about anything confidential, and to make sure you're using the right tool. So the the most controversial thing we're going to say, the most unpopular thing we're going to say, we're going to say right up front and turn (laughs) everybody off. That was pretty, really bad planning on my part, but we're going to say turn it off. And we have read hundreds of emails from people, and I'm sure, Kate, you hear it every time you're at a conference from at least one person. In our company, you have to always be there. You're always on. You're always in your email. You're always on your IM. It's just our culture, right? I do hear that all the time. And the way we think about it is that that's a behavioral thing, right? It's a behavior to keep it on all the time. And in fact, what that means is, yes, we can behave that way or we can behave another way. And we're going to recommend that you behave um, by turning it off when you can. When you're trying to do work that requires you to really concentrate and focus, we recommend that you turn off your instant messenger app. Just get rid of the distraction. When you are using it and you have it running interrupts your thinking. It causes you to come out of the thing that you're thinking about and shift your focus. People make more errors. They become more frustrated. They feel more anxiety. Um, It takes longer too to complete your tasks because every time that instant messenger pops up, you are pulling yourself out of what you're already thinking about and shifting your focus. It's really bad for our productivity and concentration. And it's just something that's usually not necessary. Most of us are doing pretty detailed work and things that require a lot of concentration and focus. And people are going to say, oh, well, I have to have it on. I have to be available and right there all the time. But that's not totally true. It's not. So when you go to meetings, you're not there to answer your IMs. When you go to get a coffee or go to the bathroom, you're not there to answer your IMs. When you go to lunch, you're not there. If you're homesick, you're not answering them. If you're in training, you're not answering IMs, or at least we hope you're not. Uh, if you just forget to log log in one morning, I can't I can't remember the number of times that I did this when I would come in in the morning and just forget to log into our instant messaging and then four hours later get an email from my boss saying, why aren't you on IM today? Oh, I'm just forgetful. If you're with your family, you're not answering IMs again, we hope. If you're working out, you're not answering an instant message. In fact, when you say... I'm always on, 
what you really mean is I'm on when I'm not doing something else. There's all these things that you're doing that you're not on I am. And so when you need to concentrate, that can be something else. One of the something else is that makes you unavailable on instant messaging. Absolutely. If someone really needs to get a hold of you, if there's a issue that requires, you know, immediate attention or something with some urgency, there's a myriad of ways to do that without using IM. You have a cell phone and people are usually pretty tethered to them. You know, if someone could come down to your office, if you're in the same office building, if it was really urgent, somebody would get up off their desk and come to see you, right? So what if you're working, let's say you're working on a customer proposal and you've got IM off and email off so that you can concentrate Your boss can call you, they can come down there, they can text you, they can send someone to find you. It's not as if you've gone gone away. It's not like you're a million miles away, right? You're still contactable. It's one form of communication that is shut down. Yes. When I am sitting at my desk, there are more than five ways to contact me. I have a cell phone, I have email, there's instant messenger on our Google message thing, right? Like our Google mail, Skype has messaging and I have that on all the time. And then there's, there's like an in-house Apple thing, right? So there's literally five, more than five, probably things I don't even know about, probably ways to get a hold of me. I bet your apartment complex has an office. If I called them and said, you know, I think something really bad has happened to Kate, please, will you go find her? They will go find her. And now, now, as your boss, would something that I wanted rise to the level of urgency of asking someone in your apartment complex to go find you? I think not. But, you know, if you hadn't logged on for two days and we've been calling and you weren't answering, that would be reasonable, you know? Absolutely. Uh, those of us who live alone worry about these things sometimes. <laughs> and the point is that we are in a we work from home. So even working from home, there are five different ways to get a hold of me. And eliminating one of those avenues or two or three is okay, especially if you have something that's more important, right? If you have something you have to focus on. If you turn your IM off, it's going to be okay. Just think about how often your boss needs you that urgently. If I think about it, you know, when I worked as Mark's PA... There were times when he would need me urgently. But nine times out of ten, I knew when those times were. If he was getting on a flight, I had to be aware in case there was something that happened. If he was going into a customer building, I had to be aware in case something happened. If he was meeting with a client at a a location, I had to be aware if something was happening. If he was doing a webinar for a client, then I had to be aware something was happening. But, you know, on an ordinary Tuesday when he's at his desk... Nothing urgent is going to happen. Like there's there's nothing that he's going to need that he has to have right that minute and that he would use IM for. If he if there was something, you know, that he had to have right that minute, he'd call me. You know, if his, if his computer blew up and I had to buy him a new one, he would call me. Mm-hmm. And so I think we overestimate the times when our boss really needs us or somebody else really needs us that urgently. And... If there's a possibility of someone needing us that urgently, we usually know when those times are, and it's not all the time. Absolutely. You can turn it off. It will be okay. In my experience, 
the fewer notifications and things that you get like that, it feels better, right? You enjoy being able to focus and your day goes better and you really just have a more clear sense of purpose when you're doing a specific task. So what we would suggest, if you can't turn it off, if you're just really tethered to it, then change the settings, turn off the notifications and just check it every once in a while and use it kind of as like a digest as opposed to a way for people to ping you. There's a new article out this week about turning off all the notifications on your phone so that you don't get those kind of like pop downs. And even just reducing the amount of notifications you get will help. I even at my desk, I turn my phone over so that I only check my phone occasionally because even that light up screen, right? So even something Mm -hmm. that like scrolls down at the top of your screen that says you have an instant message or something like that, that can be a distraction and it will not help you to maintain focus and concentration on work that really requires your full attention. I do the same thing. I don't have sound on my phone and I don't have notifications for text messages. So sometimes an hour ago past and I haven't read a text message, but you know, it's it's nothing urgent, <laughs> nine times out of 10. Exactly. If you A phone call is an urgent way to get a hold of someone. Right? A phone call is the way to do it if you're not co-located to them, to get someone urgently, right? The whole point of, you know, these messages, that's the thing is I am kind of bridges that gap, right? A phone call that you actually answer is the most urgent way. But the purpose of email and text messaging is that they're asynchronous. You don't have to be both on the same platform at the same time. And so IM is kind of in the middle. We've given it the same importance, the same level of attention as phone calls, even though really we could be using it more in a way that we use email and, uh, and text messaging, which is more asynchronous and less that we both have to be on IM at the same time. We can choose to give IM a different level of urgency, but we have to make that decision. We can't assign the responsibility for that behavior to somebody else. It has to be on us. Which is what you're kind of what you're doing, right? Exactly. We can turn off our IM, we can turn off our notifications, or we can use the status. That's our next recommendation is to use the status and the way you can change your availability on IM to communicate to others, right? You can turn it so that the status says away or busy or unavailable or undisturbable. There's different words on different IM platforms for what it is that it says that says you're not there. Um, If you turn off IM, then yes, in a small number of cases, there may be negative consequences. But if you tell your boss beforehand, hey boss, I'm going to be working on this customer proposal for the next two hours. I'm going to turn IM off so I can concentrate. If you need me, you can get me by phone and I'll turn my phone on, I'll turn the ringer on so that it rings if it's you. You know, you can set your phones now to only ring when it's certain people. So you just set it so it rings for your spouse, your children, and your boss. And for two hours, you have peace and quiet to do whatever it is that you want to do. It's something that you can do. You can say, okay, I'm unavailable or I'm, you know, I'm doing this. You need to communicate, right? You need to be proactive about your communication if you're going to start turning off I am. You need to say what you're doing and probably how long it'll be for and things like that. Even if it's just something, hey, I really need to concentrate or I'm going to be in meetings for the next couple of hours. But we do need to communicate those things. And one of the ways to do that 
is by using that status setting on our client. So busy or unavailable just tells people, hey, I won't be able to answer right away. You could even add more detail. That's that's a help thing that could be helpful. No, I'm busy from 10 to 12 because I'm working on something. Call me if it's urgent, things like that. And that will be something that tells people, hey, I'm not ignoring you. I, I'm looking, I'm working on things. I'm not ignoring this um, everything. I just am focused on this one thing and we'll let people know what you're doing. And as managers, if you're if you got if you're a manager, you can encourage your team to do this. But another way to do it is have your team use their calendars to do this. So you could set things on your calendars to tell people, hey, yes, I can talk or no, I can't. As the manager, you should be able to, and we do this, right? Someone should be able to look at your look at the calendar of anybody on the team and know whether or not they're in the meeting, working on the project, or at a personal appointment, right? If they're out. We can use IM to do this. You can say um, things like this on IM, but sometimes it's more efficient to use it for the calendars. Because think about it, there's more data on the calendar, right? The IM status just talks about now. Right, exactly. If you say I'm busy, if you set your IM to busy and there's there's no way of adding any extra information, the person doesn't know when you're not going to be busy. Whereas if you've got two hours or three hours or the whole day blocked out on your calendar and it says working on project X, then the person knows, hey, I'm not going to be able to get you all day unless I go to your desk and find you. Calendars not only communicate what's happening right now, but what would happen in the future. And that's useful for the people who want to know where you are and what you're doing. And if you use your calendar, you can turn IM off. Absolutely. If people can look at your calendar and say that you're busy and know what you're doing, then yeah, they can just turn IM off and they know that you're there because it shows what you're doing on your calendar. Right. And as managers, you don't need IM to know that your team are working. IM is not the signal that your team is sitting at their desks working. As a manager, the signal that your team is working is the output of their work, right? <laughs> this isn't, there used to be this thing that um, if people weren't sitting at their desks, then nobody believed that they were doing any work. And people would leave their desks and leave their jacket on the desk. This was the secret. You would leave your jacket on the chair and then your manager would believe you were still in the building somewhere and count you as, you know, still working at seven or eight o'clock at night. And it seems like some people have moved on to using IM in the same way. Oh, if he's on IM, he's working. As managers, that's not the signal that your people are working. The signal is their work output. And that's really all that matters. Results, right? Exactly. Um, a note about this. So if you're going to use your status and you want other people to respect it, you have to respect their status as well. You can't ping someone three or four times who's listed as busy. You should wait. You should look at their calendar, see what they're doing, call them if it's urgent or go by their desk if it's urgent. Keep in mind that the behaviors and actions in your relationships, your work relationships are reciprocal. And so if you're a person who constantly pings someone when they're listed as busy or away, don't be surprised if someone feels comfortable <laughs> doing the same thing to you. And so we want to be cognizant of the fact that what we do in this particular circumstance as well is reflected back on us. So we want to be careful about that to respect other people's status. Another way that we're going to recommend that you be respectful is that we are going to talk next about not giving feedback over I am. 
This is specifically to answer all the questions that managers have, and we've had them all, which boil down to, can I give feedback by instant messenger? And the answer is no. Even if you ask and the direct says yes, you can't give feedback by instant messenger. Even if the conversation is synchronous, meaning you're typing backwards and forwards and there's no lag, no chance that something could have happened between your direct saying yes and you giving the feedback, you can't give feedback by instant message. Even if you never see your direct in person and all of your communication is by instant message, you can't give feedback by instant message. Even if whatever you want to fill in this space, whatever reason you have for doing it in this space, the answer is you can't give feedback by instant message, period. Think about positive feedback, right? Maybe you want to give positive feedback. Your direct has done something that you appreciate, something that contributed to the results of the team. Why wouldn't you pick up the phone, go to their cube and give them some feedback? Why wouldn't you want to express your appreciation and tell them about their positive efforts in person? Positive feedback is something that people really appreciate. Why would you make it so small by giving it by instant message? It's like, this is really unimportant. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, which is not the case, right? If you want to encourage people to do better in the future, to do what they're doing well, to continue to do that in the future, you have to make it a bigger deal than I am. Absolutely. It degrades the quality of the positive feedback because it's as if you're saying, yeah, this is kind of trivial. It's just really not that important. It's just not, it doesn't require a lot of effort. So we want to keep that in mind. So there's positive, right? It, positive feedback over I am doesn't express the appropriate level of appreciation. Yes. So what about negative, right? How, how would you feel if your boss gave you really cold, distant feedback through I am? I would not feel good without that. I would feel terrible. It's like, you can't even talk to me about this. Like I did something wrong and you can't even talk to me about it. Yeah. And it makes your directs feel like you're mad. If this wasn't a big deal, he would just come down here and say, hey, whatever, or call on the phone. There's no tone in an IM. So the way to make your directs feel more comfortable about your negative feedback being, hey, I need you to know this is what happened, this is what you did and this is what happened. The way to do that is to verbally communicate it because the tone of your voice, the tone of your delivery helps them to understand that you're not punishing them, you're not upset, you're not angry. It's just feedback. And so we don't want to punish them. We don't want to do anything except encourage them to do better in the future. And so the way we do that is verbally, which means no feedback over I am. Again, you cannot Slack message your direct. Can I give you some feedback? It's funny, isn't it? That positive feedback gets smaller over I am, but negative feedback gets bigger. It is. If you send I am with positive feedback, it, it feels like nothing. If you send negative feedback by I am, it feels like, like you said, like they're mad or they just, I'm so mad I can't talk to you. So I'm going to send you an I am, which isn't true. It's the level of effort, right? It takes less, less effort to send an I am. And when you put less effort into something that's positive, you reduce its impact. And when you put less effort into something that's negative, you increase it because the assumption is that that's based on your emotional status. That's a really good way to put it. You are emotional about it. And so you can't come down or call because it might portray your emotion. So it's weird. It, they have different levels when you use this method. Um, 
They have different levels of impact when you use this particular format, right? When you use IM. And so don't do it. We, we want to encourage our directs, not punish them. If you're listening and you, and you want to punish them, please go back to our other feedback casts, like the Heart of Feedback or something, and listen to those casts. Or, or just do it differently and don't tell anybody we taught it to you. <laughs> yeah, punishment is not in the model. No. We don't want to use IM for feedback. Any written format, ever. Do you think people have got that now? Like, no feedback by instant message? I hope so. Yeah. So next one is don't talk about anything confidential. This is something that I think we know in the back of our heads, but we don't think about when we're using technology. All of your technology belongs to the company. Your phone they gave you, your laptop they gave you, the software on the laptop, and your instant message stream belong to the company. It's on company servers or it's on a company account in the cloud. You work for the company. They are entitled to read it at any time for any reason. It's not yours, it's theirs. They can read it, they can fire you, they can discipline you over your contents of an instant message, just like they can for email or something that you said in a meeting. Just don't talk about anything that's confidential. I mean, even if it's something that's company information, right? If it's inside stuff, maybe you're working on layoff plans or something like that. Do not put it on IM. It's not private. It's an open channel and it belongs to somebody else. So it's just a risk you don't need to take. Even if you're good about like not having no notifications when you're presenting, you don't know that the other person is good about that. And we've all sat in presentations where somebody's email notifications have come up or they have text messages on their computer and that's come up or their instant messaging has come up. And, we, and the whole people, everyone who they're presenting to, whether that's two people or 2,000, have seen that message. And you can think, I'm really good about that. So it's fine for me to send it, but you don't know what the receiver is doing. You know, they might be just sat at their computer with somebody else that they're training and they're showing them their screen. It could be just off the cuff, you know, an ad hoc thing that they're both looking at the screen at the same time and you can't tell that. No, and it's kind of like having previews on your text messages, mm. right? There's There used to be, and I don't, I think, I feel like a lot of people have it turned off now, but there used to be when your, when iPhones first came out, your phone screen would show a preview of the message. And instead of saying like, now mine just says like the person's name and then I message. That preview is kind of like, that's kind of one of those dangers, right? Mm -hmm. You don't know what the other person's going to send. It's not that your behavior is the problem. It's that if you open the door for that conversation, sometimes you can get something back that's not appropriate. And it's true. And I don't mean like, bad, inappropriate. I just mean like not something that should be discussed on an open channel that belongs to another person. And also your conversations on IM could be out of sync with what's going on. So what if someone sees a message that's about something earlier, but they think it's about what's happening now? You could be at a meeting and someone could say something like, oh, you know, this X, Y. What if someone misinterprets your message? What if you accidentally send it to the wrong person? Oh, gosh, that would be bad. How many times have we done that in text messages and instant message and email? I've done it on all of them multiple times. Yeah. Because you're just not concentrating. Unfortunately, I've never done it with something that I wouldn't want 
other people to see, thankfully, because I take our own advice and I don't put things that are confidential and unwritten things that other people can read. But that danger is there. How, how easy is it for you to send a text message to Mark instead of Mike because they're next to each other on the phone or the I am, you know, simple. Absolutely. We also don't want to say negative things. It's a bit like if you wouldn't be comfortable with someone overhearing you saying it in the hallway, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't be saying it on I am. We shouldn't be saying anything about another person that's negative or the company. I mean, sometimes you just get frustrated. Sometimes you have frustrations with things that are going on either at work or with the people or the way people are doing their jobs or the way they're communicating or just things that happen. It's If work was frustration-free, I mean, gosh, wouldn't that be nice? But it's not. There's conflict. There's differences of opinions. There's all kinds of things. And if those things are small, this is just like the negative feedback thing. Even if it's small, it's trivial, it's just one of those days you're venting. Even if that's true, having an I am on I am, first of all, keep in mind that I am is written. So it seems like it's, it's a little more dangerous, right? It's heavier. It's not something that you want to have other people see. If, it, if you're not comfortable with someone hearing you say it, don't put it on I am. It's a very easy line. You know, some people work better with bright lines, and that's a really bright line. If you wouldn't want somebody to hear it, then don't write it on I am. Absolutely. Don't don't talk negatively about the company or other people at work. We would encourage you not to talk negatively or, you know, kind of vent about your coworkers to your coworkers, to anybody at work, because it, it could get back to them, right? Maybe they could overhear you. Maybe their best friend is listening down the hall or something like that, or they're, you know, you don't know that the person who's at your desk with you, you know, who sees your pop-up I am, doesn't know that person really well. It's just not appropriate. It's not professional. You know, I am doesn't have to be so serious, right? It can be casual. That's fine. And it is. It is a little bit casual. So it's fine to joke or, you know, send a, a GIF. I think nowadays a lot of the I am clients have like those moving GIF things. And, you know, at my old company, we used to spend, send a lot of like penguin ones. Um, but that's okay. We, we would do that in person. We, you know, I would, we, we have, there's an old meme about awkward penguin and that's why we sent the penguin gifts. And so uh, it's fine to do that. That's the kind of thing you could talk about in the hallway, right? You can make a joke about awkward penguin, but we just want to be careful and we want to know that what we're saying and what we're putting on I am is interpreted by other people. And the last part is use the right tool. There's a saying that goes, when all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. And I found uh, Abraham Kaplan explains it. I call it the law of the instrument, and it may be formulated as follows. Give a small boy a hammer, and he will find everything he encounters needs pounding. I have some pictures of me as a little girl, I don't know, two or three. My granddad gave me a hammer and a piece of wood with some nails kind of just like just stuck in so that I could hammer them in. And the pictures of me in his garden banging anything but those nails on the wood. (laughs) Because I needed to see what happened when you banged the garage or you banged the steps or the grass or whatever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Writing this made me remember that. But having instant message may encourage you to use it for everything. You know, if I had had a stuck 
uh, faucet outside, you know, where you have it for the garden hose, and it was stuck, I might have been tempted to use the hammer on that, which is probably not the best idea. Getting an instant message is perfect for those people who don't like to wait. That's me. If I have a question, I would like someone to answer it right now. And so I'm going to send them an instant message. But my urgency is not their urgency. It doesn't make it important just because I want it right now. It's fun, right? It's For those of us who are high eye, if, you, if you're one of those people who gets random thoughts about stuff... I am is fun because then you can I am your friend at work and say, oh, hey, I was just thinking about X. You know, Mm -hmm. if you get those kind of like wild hairs, then that's something that you could do if you're like a more casual person. Um, It's also pretty impersonal. If for those of us who like to keep our distance and would rather type than like talk on the phone or talk in person, we can use I am that way. But it's not a hammer. It's not the perfect solution to every situation. If you need to have a back and forth and it's more than three rounds in an instant messenger, then there's probably a better tool. Um, Use the phone, pick up the phone, go down to their cube. It may not feel as efficient because you're not doing something right away, but it does reduce the amount of time taken overall and it increases the amount of understanding, certainly. Written communication can be misinterpreted the same way everything can be. And if you really think you're building relationships using instant messaging, because we say careers are built on results and relationships. And so some people think that communicating by instant message, oh, it's I really know this person. Or I've got a really good relationship with this person. We talk on I am all day. Try making a really big ask on instant message and see what happens. Right. Try saying, hey, will you go to this place for me? Will you go to this meeting for me? And just see what happens. And the uh, I can tell you what's going to happen. That person is going to say no unless you have some other relationship with them. Because I am doesn't build relationships. Rethink our approach to I am, to instant messaging. Turn it off. You make yourself unavailable on instant messenger. You can increase your productivity and your output really easily by only using it as what it was meant for, which is a communication tool when it's the right time and the right thing to use. And when it's not, when it's not, then the timing's not right. And when it's not the perfect tool, use other tools instead for your communication methods. Thanks, Kate. Thanks, Wendy. Thanks, everyone. Hope that was helpful. We'll see you next week.